I'm uh, going to the Dodger game tonight. <laughs> See that? <laughs> you better. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Dodgers. Yeah, you better. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you predict? Will they beat the Padres? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> two runs, I'll give them two runs. I'm Wade Phillips. And I'm Wes Phillips. We're past and present coaches here to bring you an insider's perspective on the teams, the people, and the personalities that we've encountered over time. Okay, here we are again. Uh, overtime podcast with uh, Tracy Phillips and uh, myself, Wade. It was a neat week last week for us, and we'll talk about that later on as far as the ball games, but... Uh, we did pick, uh, or at least I did, the uh, Thursday night game last week. We picked uh, the Texans getting beat by more than eight points. I mean, I don't suggest betting on the games, but if you would have bet on that one, you would have won. So, <laughs> like I say, I, I don't suggest betting on the games, but that was one I would have bet on. And I hope somebody did, maybe. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't, but. <laughs> no, me either. I don't bet on games. I mean, even coaching, you you know, you think you're going to win every game, obviously, but you never know how it's going to – you never know what's going to happen. I and mean, we had a 66-yard field goal on the last play of the game. I mean, that's never happened before. So there's no way to predict these games, really. I mean, they put the point spreads, and they do a pretty good job of that stuff. But I think we've got a pretty good feel on, on who to pick and who not to pick. And also, uh, every once in a while, we'll give you the point spread, and I think – those are our locks of the week every, every once in a while, and they've been good so far. Let's talk about the games again this week, and uh, as we go through them, we'll talk about you know what happened last week in those games. Uh, we do want to talk about the Sunday night game and the Monday night game this past week, just to go over them, get our feel for those games and those teams, and then we'll start picking the games for this coming week. Great. The Sunday night game was a uh, <laughs> really exciting game, uh, the Packers and the 49ers. 30 to 28. Yeah, this game did not disappoint. No, did it? it was it, it was one of those offensive games that I hate, but everybody else likes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but San Francisco didn't really make that much yardage until the end of the game. They drove 75 yards the last really the last series, the next to last series of the game, to score a touchdown and go ahead and look like they were going to win the game because they only left 37 seconds for the Packers to be able to try to get a field goal to win the game, but that 37 seconds ended out too long. So, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to leave Rodgers with, with any time left. And uh, they didn't try to, I mean, they, they had to score to, you know, cause they were behind 27, uh, 21. So they, San Francisco had to try to score a touchdown. You know, you can't just run out the clock and then score on the last play cause you might not make it. You got, you have to get ahead when you can. Uh, they did use some time. Uh, they used a lot of time. That's one of those situations, two situation things. One, Packers de defense didn't stop them. But then when they had 37 seconds left, who's their best receiver? Yeah. Dante is, is by far their best receiver. And he caught two big passes and they kicked a field goal and won the game. And those situations, defensively, uh, coaching-wise, you got to take away their best player. You know, number one's the quarterback, so you got to get some rush on him. I understand that. But Devontae Adams is by far their best receiver. Everybody knows it. Yeah. But it didn't look like San Francisco knew it. Uh, they went right down the field, hit two big passes on him, and kicked a 51-yard field goal to win it. Yeah, it'd be a little more excusable if they 
if it was some other guy that caught it, but since it was him. Both passes. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, it was just one pass to him made the difference. It's two of them. And with no timeouts, hate to lose one that way, but uh, San Francisco did. I still think Garoppolo, I mean, he just doesn't, he's okay. He's a okay quarterback. Yep. And I, I will say that last drive, they went down and scored a touchdown. So that's, that's important. Uh, but, you know, he's 25 out of 40 for 257 yards. I mean, it's just a, it's an okay game. It's not the great game that you need. Although Rodgers Rogers didn't, I mean, until that last drive, he didn't have a whole lot either. So it, both defenses played fairly well at times, but in crunch time, neither one of them did well. Yeah, it was just whoever had the ball last at that point. That was definitely it. Although not many teams could score with 40 seconds like that left. No, no. Great finish. But that's that, those are situations defensively you gotta you gotta stop them. Both the seventy-five yard drive, you got the Packers needed to stop them. They didn't, and then thirty-seven seconds left. San Francisco needed to stop the Packers, and they couldn't do it. Actually, the defense has played pretty well until those two drives, and then they didn't play well at all. Then the Monday night game, I think we predicted it, but it, it wasn't close. It was not. This was just a blowout. Yeah, yeah. They finally got their running game going to Dallas. You know, Elliott uh, rushed for 160 yards. So, I mean, they, they finally got – they had 220 yards rushing. So, Dallas – I mean, Dallas is hard to beat anyway because their offense is really good. But their defense is playing better, and the Eagles look bad. Yeah, they do. I thought the Eagles looked pretty – the first couple of games they looked pretty decent. I didn't, didn't like their chances this year. And – they look like the kind of team I thought they were in that game. They have a young quarterback also, Hurts, and, uh, you know, he had some passing yards on the Cowboys. In those kind of games, you throw a couple of interceptions and then the other team moves the ball so well, it's it's not going to be close, and it wasn't a 20-point game. Yeah. It's always interesting to see the Monday night games, uh, the last game of the week, the one that, one that everybody watches, at least uh, as players and coaches. We always watch the Monday night game. We'd be finished with our stuff on Monday night for the game, or we'd still be doing it. And then Tuesdays was the, really the work day where you put in all your game plan stuff where the players are off. But uh, So you get to see some of the Monday night games. And, of course, the players watch the other players on Monday nights. It's always a big game to watch uh, from a player and a coach's standpoint to see how everybody's doing. Cowboys are doing well. Eagles are doing poor. That division, you know, last year was the worst division, you know, in the league. And uh, the Washington football team ended up winning it. I don't think they will this year, but uh, it looked like the Cowboys are the team to beat. That they are. They look like a real balanced team at this point. Yep. How about them Cowboys, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's As right. Jimmy Johnson would say. All right. Well, let's talk about the games this week because we're going to pick all the winners again and uh, maybe throw in a point spread or here or there just just because we've gotten them all right so far. That's right. Who we got? Thursday night, we have Jaguars at Bengals. I'm not sure how the Jaguars are going to win a game this season. Nobody loses all their games except Detroit one year and then the Tampa Bay Bucks when they were a new team, you know, new franchise. But they didn't have many players. They lost all their games. And the, and the Lions lost 16 one year. But... They do. They play the Jets one week, so maybe they have a shot that week. Yeah, we, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who we pick and how they are at, at that time. Bengals coming off beating the Steelers. Pretty interesting. I, I, they didn't make many mistakes. Uh, you know, the, the Cincinnati didn't make many mistakes, or they didn't really make any mistakes. They they didn't get sacked any. They they rushed the ball. I think Mixon had 90 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. 
they didn't make a whole lot of yardage, but they didn't make any mistakes. Uh, Burrow was 14 out of 18 for 170 yards, not much yardage. But again, you know, you don't make any mistakes. Uh, it gives you a better chance to win. The Cincinnati defense uh, intercepted Roethlisberger a couple of times. So that made the difference of Cincinnati beating the Steelers last week. Jacksonville, mm, yeah, it's hard to pick them. I mean, they did have a 109 yard punt return. Well, that was the field goal, yeah. They kicked the field goal and it was short and and uh, it wasn't real short. It was, it was all the way nine yards deep in the end zone, but it didn't didn't <laughs> get there. And smartly, they had a guy back and ran it all the way back for a touchdown. I remember Auburn doing that a couple of years ago in college. Mm. I think they went 108 yards, really on the last play of the game. Uh, that that was a pretty exciting play. Uh, they did give them some points. They actually make some. They've been making yardage. They had 159 yards rushing, hmm. uh, but they had four turnovers. So I mean, you, you're you're a young team. You're not a very good team, and you turn it over a lot. Now they have been moving the ball. Like I said, 159 yards rushing the week before. Uh, Lawrence threw for 322 yards. You know they can move the ball. I, I, you know I don't want to give up on Jacksonville yet, but they just make a lot of mistakes. They've had so many interceptions throughout the first three games. Yeah, well, they had two fumbles and two interceptions, four turnovers in the last game against the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals are a pretty good team, too. But, uh, you know, the Bengals aren't a real strong team. One of those other teams that we talk about that, you know, didn't have many weaknesses. The Bengals, you know, they didn't move the ball a whole lot. So uh, uh, Jacksonville's got a chance. Uh, I'm sure we're, I'm sure you're going to pick the Bengals. And, I, you know, I would too at home. Let's go with Cincinnati. What do you think? Yeah, I fully expect the Bengals to win this one. Yeah, we have to go with that. But, but Jacksonville, like I say, they're ne- they're not out of it completely. I, I don't like their defense. They're not, they, they haven't played well on defense at all. They've done some things offensively, but they turn it over too much. So we'll go with Cincinnati. Yep. All right. Titans at Jets. Okay. Well, we can go to the next one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can talk about because we since we went to the Titans. Yeah, let's talk about the Titans. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, wasn't that fun? Yeah. Tell everybody, we were there. Yeah, we went to that game. The Titans honored Bum Phillips. Yep, we know him. Inducted him into the Ring of Honor at the stadium, and that was real special. One of the players did the Billy White Shoes dance in the end zone. So there's a lot of love you blue spirit going around. Yeah, just I think it were 80 Oiler players there, former Oiler players there. Of course, we had 26 in our family there, <laughs> and it was a great, it was great by Amy Adams Strunk to to be to do that. She's the owner of, of the Titans. What a great owner! Yes, yes. Down to earth. Yeah, she's a sweet gal. She really loved the Oilers when they were there in Houston, and when they moved, she still she still loves the Oilers. She's keeping the Oilers alive because there aren't there is no Oiler team anymore. It hadn't been for a long time, since 1994. It's really great of her to, you know, honor players that were on the older team. Yeah. And certainly the coach, because he was 55 and 35 and went to uh, three straight playoffs, two two division titles, two uh, NF, uh, AFC t- uh, title games against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Daddy had a good record there, and they, and they had really good teams. And, of course, everybody remembers Earl Campbell and Pastorini and the, the real guys remember Kenny Burrow and Billy White Shoes Johnson and they you know they had a lot of spectacular players Alvin three Bethay. three yeah Elvin yeah. Bethay Curly Cup and and Robert Brazil are all in the Hall of Fame along with Earl Campbell and they're, they're represented in the Hall of Fame and they should be because they had good football teams or well, I was excited to be a part of that too uh, not only that to be able to coach with my dad was was 
even more special. Those were some fun times in, in, in Houston. The Love You Blue, if anybody knows anything about that, it was such an exciting time. And then when we lost the championship games to have 60,000 people there wait, waiting in a dome stadium in the Astrodome for the team. If you haven't seen it, look on YouTube and see the Oilers coming back from the, losing the championship game. And the crowd was just absolutely crazy. <laughs> so loud. It was the loudest game I've ever been in. We weren't in a game. We just came back in a bus and rolled into the stadium and you couldn't hear each other talk. It was it was really emotional. Players were crying. Some coaches were crying. I don't know. I might have been one of them, but <laughs> I know my dad was too. And so we uh, those times will never be replaced. Houston has never come back to that, but we we sure appreciate the Adams family uh, at least keeping the the tradition of the of the Oilers alive. It's really special. Yeah, a lot of spirit on that on that Oiler team. It's not often that you have. 60,000 fans cheering for you when you when you lose. Pretty special. Yeah, I don't know anybody that has <laughs> said that before. So <laughs> That had to be the only time. That's pretty unique. But anyway, we had a great time. The, the, the Titans looked pretty good against the Colts, and so they should have a, I won't say easy time with, with the Jets, but <laughs> uh, the Jets look bad. I can't help it. I, I thought the Jets would, you know, be a little better this year. The, the the young quarterback, you know, Zach Wilson has not done well. No. He's thrown a lot of interceptions. He threw uh, two more this past week. You know, they only had 162 yards total offense in that game against the Broncos. Now, Broncos are playing good defense, but I mean, they were at home and only had 160 yards, and now they're playing the Titans, just coming off a big victory. So you got to think yeah. the Titans are going to run over the Jets. I thought the Broncos would beat them, but I didn't know they'd just beat them 26 to nothing. <laughs> yeah. The Jets really look bad. It's hard to say that the Jets are going to do well right now. You make no, they can't, they can't run the ball, they can't play defense, and they can't throw it very well. So <laughs> a bad combination, I think. It's not a good combo. The Jets have scored a total of 20 points in the last three games. Yeah. Yeah, I don't expect them to score very many in this next game either. Uh, Titans have a decent defense. Colts Colts are not great on offense either, and they didn't make a whole lot, you know, 16 points and 260 yards. So I, I just don't think the Jets are going to make much on them. So it'd be hard to take the Jets in this game, even with the points. And the point spread is seven and a half. That's not enough. It's not, is it? They just got beat 26 to nothing. Yeah. With a similar team, I mean, I think Titans are similar to the Broncos as far as strength. I'd be surprised if Jets cover the spread at all. All right, who's next? Lions at Bears. Ooh, there's a game that neither team has done very well. We know that. Well, Lions keep coming close to winning, but have lost. Of course, we know close doesn't count. Uh, yeah, they were way behind against Frisco. It was 41 to 13 or something, and they came up at the end of the game, but. And had a shot, but the last two games. Yeah, they played well. I mean, they, they got beat by a 66 yard field goal in the last play of the game, and they only got beat 19 to 17. Yeah, they almost won. That was at home. That, you know, that was de decent. And then the Bears. Bears have not looked good at all. No. The Bears were sacked nine times last game. Yeah. Nine times. Yeah, that that's too many. That's, that's like <laughs> nine too many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the Bears are struggling offensively, and their defense isn't real good. Again, another bad combination. Their offensive line isn't good. Justin Fields had a total of sixty-eight yards passing last week. Hey, they had one yard. They they had they had one yard passing. One yard because you take the sacks away. 
right? Yeah. So they had a total of one yard passing. I mean, I never heard of that. Well, I mean, how pitiful is that? embarrassing. Well, especially in today's game when you have a lot of passing yards. Browns ran 78 plays, and they only had 42. So, you know, they had 215 yards rushing against them. So they're going to have to stop the running game somehow. The Lions actually have a chance to run the ball on them, I think, because yeah. they're not playing good run defense, and their offense is really struggling. The way I look at it, and I think the way you look at it too, is the Lions haven't looked as bad as the Bears have looked. <laughs> I I agree. It's it's an unbearable situation yeah, in Chicago good, right good now. One there. <laughs> well, I don't think they'll be able to cage the Lions. Yeah, I, I I predict the Lions with their first win. I'm gonna take the Lions. Both of us uncaged. All right, we've got the Colts at Dolphins. The zero and three Colts against the Dolphins. Neither one of them have played really good offense. Colts got some turnovers against the Titans. You know, that was a good thing, but they're not playing great defense. The quarterback, I think, is hurt. Yeah. He, he hobbled around for the game, and then during the game, you know, he can't he can't run like he could before. You know, he, he looks like he's not well. You know, he had, his, he had an operation on his foot already. Yeah. Well, he has two gimpy ankles right now that he played on which apparently they don't have a better option. Uh, him playing with two wobbly ankles is better than the option that they had, the second option they have, I guess. So I don't know if he's going to play this week. I was surprised when he was out on the field. He was a threat uh, coming out, certainly, with, was because he could run the football too. You know, and Now he can't run, so it's pass only. And you know, he had 194 yards passing last week, 37 attempts. That's not very good. Of course, the Dolphins have a hurt quarterback as well. They're playing their backup, but he he played a little better than. Yeah, Brissett played pretty well. It, it should be a, should be a close game. I think so. I don't think either one either one of them are. You'd say hallelujah about either one of them, offensively or defensively. Both of them can play. I think they can play pretty good defense at times. Like I say, it, it should be a real close game. Yeah, what do you think on this one? I was going to go with whoever you didn't pick. Okay. I'm going to take the Colts. As Dolphins at home should should be a little better. Colts didn't move the ball well against the Titans. I don't expect they will against them either. The uh, Dolphins, they've got a backup quarterback, but he didn't play bad. I'm talking myself into the going the other way maybe. But well, I, I already picked up the Dolphins, so. They scored 28 points. Brissett only had 187 yards passing, so it wasn't like he had a great day either. I'm going to stick with the Colts. All right. I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're a little better team than they've looked so far. I, I think they might be actually too, but we'll see. All right. Well, you got one wrong. I got we're almost halfway through. So you're doing good. <laughs> Browns at Vikings. Browns coming off an impressive win against the Bad News Bears. Yeah, they did. They did really played well. Uh, they can run the ball. Like I said, they had 215 yards rushing. But the Vikings are coming off a good win too. Yeah, Seahawks. That's impressive too. Yeah, they scored 30 points on Seattle. Seattle's defense doesn't look great. Uh, they're last in every category, so that 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 would be considered not great. I would think. I think their defensive is last in every category you can think of. They're not playing good on defense. They're not good. It's not what you expect from the Seahawks. Vikings had 400 and something yards on them. Seattle moved the ball on the Vikings. But I didn't think the Vikings were going to be as good as they are. I didn't think they'd beat Seattle for one thing. Uh, Cousins is still doing well. He's playing well. Yeah, he is. The running back gets hurt, and Matheson, uh, Alexander Matheson comes in, runs for 112 yards. They get 140 yards rushing. And... He was a backup running back that only had 
400 yards last year. They did a good, the line did a good job, and this guy came out of nowhere and had a big game with Cook out. Thought they were going to not be able to run the ball, but they ran for 140 on a bad Seattle defense. Yeah. Vikings uh, has some light, light at the end of the tunnel, and the Browns. Browns are explosive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it It should be a really close game. I, I think we have to go with the Browns, I guess. They seem like a better team overall. But the Vikings at home, you know, with the big Viking woo thing and skull coming out with the motorcycles and all that stuff. They <laughs> they play good at home. I must still pick the Browns, but, but I, I expect a really close game. Yeah, I got to go with the Browns as well. I don't know if it's going to be as close as, as you think. I don't think it'll be as close as that, but we'll see. We only have to pick the winner. There you go. <laughs> Washington at Falcons. Wow. There's another close game. Yeah. Yeah, both only have one win. And both teams' win was against the Giants. So both <laughs> both, the both Giants. teams have won against the Giants. Yeah. Well, yeah, I haven't been impressed with the football team, even though they have a football team. Falcons, they're not a great team either. Washington playing with their backup quarterback, Haneke, he threw two touchdowns, but he threw two interceptions, and they didn't make 300 yards total offense. Got killed by the Bills. You know, they're coming off a bad loss. Now, sometimes when you get beat bad, you'll be surprised, but some teams they rally, bounce back strong, and other teams just uh, go the other direction. A lot of times, these pros, they, they get embarrassed a little bit, and they play better the next game. And they're playing against the Falcons, who who are not an elite team either. <laughs> they beat the Giants, uh, who hadn't, right? <laughs> well, both of them have, yeah. Atlanta, Matt Ryan still does okay. You know, he's not going to turn the ball over a whole lot, I don't think. If either one, any one of the teams can run the ball, it would be good. Give them a, a better chance of, of beating the other team. I haven't seen that great Washington football team defense. They've, they've been playing poorly on defense. Falcons have played a little better on defense than Washington. Washington has what, I don't know how many number one picks on the defensive line, but they haven't played well. I'm going to go with the Falcons at home just just because they're at home. I think it's an even game. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a tie. Can you pick a tie? Well, I'm going to pick a tie later for sure. So you can pick a tie if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Falcons. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go with the football team. Okay. All right. You got two wrong, but you're doing good for the rest of them. Texans at Bills. Okay, you can go to the next one. You can pick yeah, that one. That's an easy pick here. Well, you know, you got to feel bad for the Texans in that losing Tyrod Taylor and yeah. and playing with a rookie quarterback, and they're taking their lumps. Mills, they picked in the third round, and he's doing okay, but but he's a rookie, and he's only he's not able to generate a high-powered pass offense. Passing is where you score all the points in the league, basically. The more passing yards you get normally, the more points you get. Uh, that's why everybody throws the ball so much. Unless your defense gets a lot of turnovers, you you, you got to throw the ball well to, to make points. Yeah. They're not going to get that out of, out of the young quarterback. They lost to Carolina. We picked that game last Thursday. Now, they have had some rest. They've been off for a while. But they only had 190 yards against Carolina. Carolina's decent on defense. But Mills had 168 yards passing. I mean, you can't. One team had 28 first downs. The other one had 14. So the Texans aren't very good. They did beat the Jaguars, who are really bad. But Texans aren't very good. They're getting them to play hard. I understand that. But the Bills are are at home. They're on a roll. 
They just scored 43 points last week. Yeah, they've been dominating the last couple of games. Yeah, I, I don't see the I don't see the Texans even coming close. Nope. I, you know, you just don't hear of a 17 and a half point favorite. I mean, in the NFL, and that's what I think that's what the line was 17 and a half. 17 and a half. I mean, that sounds like a college game. That's wow. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills beat them more than that. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Texans, because that's my home. That's where I live. But they—they they got to run the ball. They got to move the ball. They can't throw it really well. You got to keep the running game going to stay in the, in the game. But the Bills are just too strong for them. The Bills are going to win. Will they win by 17? Probably. But they may kneel on the ball at the end of the game instead of scoring another touchdown, and <laughs> that'll keep them under the 17. I know you're taking the Bills. Yeah. Anyone in their right mind will. Yeah, that would be the all-time upset, that's for sure. Giants at Saints? <laughs> like you said, everybody's beating the Giants, so I don't know why the Saints wouldn't. <laughs> right. Saints just beat New England pretty good, although Jamin Winston still scares me. I mean, he had 110 yards passing that game. 110. Now, that's not good. They beat New England, yeah, I understand that, but uh, New England has a young quarterback that threw three interceptions. But, you know, the Saints have to go with a running game. And not not their quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And so you get it. You get in a game and you get behind, or the game's even, or something like that, and you got to depend on Winston. Uh, that's scary. And if you can stay ahead, like they were last game, Kamara, you know, rushes for what eighty nine yards, what he had a, uh, and one hundred and forty yards. Well, yeah, you can control the game. And I think the Saints have a pretty good defense. Well, they might have found some kind of identity as a defensive team that can run the ball. I mean, you can win games that way. Uh, if they continue to do to do it that way. If they weren't playing the Giants, I'd be scared a little more. The Giants, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to give up on anybody at this time. You know, like I said, it, we started zero and three at Buffalo one year, and and we ended up making the playoffs. It can be done, but we had a lot of good players on that team. We lost some close games early. I don't see the Giants being able to do that. I, I'm just disappointed in the Giants uh, overall. You know they. Drafted a quarterback early, drafted a running back early. Uh, their offense hadn't been great. Uh, Jason Garrett coaches the offense, and you know he he's a good coach, but they haven't they haven't shown it yet. We have to wait for them to come out. Now they they had 340 yards last week against Atlanta, but they only scored 14 points, and Atlanta beat them 17-14. I just they're not scoring a lot of points, and Saints at home are tough to beat. Yeah. So we're we going with Saints. Yep, Saints are going to come. Marching in. Yeah, I'm the Saints. That, that was fun coaching there, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for when everybody was wearing bags over their heads and calling us the Aints. Well, that was before we got there now. Before we got there, they were wearing bags. We got them out of that, which I thought we did a pretty good job of that. <laughs> Chiefs at Eagles. Chiefs? How about the Chiefs? One and two. God, surprising. Yeah. They're at the bottom of the AFC West. Who would have guessed that? We didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't. No. We pick them every week. and It's hard not to pick the Chiefs. There is one thing that, that happened with them, though, and I, I will say this, and if you look it up, I'm sure people will find out or people in the know. The team that loses the Super Bowl oh, yeah. normally has a tough year the next year. Yeah, Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, Super Bowl hangover. It's it, To me, psychologically, you know, you think you're there and then you're not, and it, it's almost like you're a loser when you win the when you. Win the Super Bowl, that's great. But when you lose the Super Bowl, it's like you're a loser. Yeah. Well, somehow that carries over to the next year. And I don't know how, but it, 
I've been with a couple of Super Bowl teams that lost, and the next year we didn't do as well. And, of course, with the Broncos, and we played the Panthers, and Panthers next year didn't do as well. I'm not I'm really not surprised that they're not doing as well. But they have a prolific offense, a quarterback. They have so much talent. Yeah. But they did have three turnovers in the game. That also yeah. could be a reason they lost. Yeah, that'll get you beat. But they still score 24 points and 437 yards and 186 yards rushing. So, I mean, their running game coming along. So, it's hard to – I mean, we hadn't picked against them. And it's hard, it's hard to pick against them this game, too, I'd imagine. Well, yeah, especially because the Eagles looked sad against the Cowboys. Yeah, the Eagles aren't very good. They're playing at home. I wouldn't bet on a game, but if, if I were to bet on a game, I would I would bet that the Chiefs would beat the Eagles more than six points. Hmm. They're six-point favorites, at least what I saw. I, I would have to take the Chiefs in that one to come back. Again, they've got they got so much talent they can score a lot. Uh, Eagles Eagles have a running back that's pretty good. Their defense I, I didn't think they were going to play as well as they did early. They did pretty well earlier. Uh, this last game they played really bad against a good offensive team. I expect them to do pretty much the same thing this next game. I would take the Chiefs and give up six points and figure out my win. Yep, I would take the Chiefs as well. I think they'll learn from their mistakes and come back and win this one. Yeah, well, and Andy, you know, Andy Reid's been in the hospital. You play for your coach, you play for yourself, you play for your team teammates, uh, but, you know, you also play for your coach and a little more so when when a coach is sick or something like that. So uh, I, I expect them to give a, a little more energy this game. Yeah. Besides, they've lost a couple of games and they're in last place. They've got to pick it up, and, they, and they're a team that can pick it up because they've got the talent to do it. Yes, they can. And we predict they will this next week. All right, we've got Panthers at Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys look good Monday night. Yep, Panthers are 3-0. and Yeah, Panthers are 3-0. and Cowboys be favored at home, I'm sure. I'm torn between both these teams because the Panthers, they, Panthers won, but they, <laughs> they beat the Texans. Cowboys won, but they beat the Eagles. Yeah, Panthers beat the Jets, Saints, and Texans. They're not, probably not as strong as they look. Yep. Now, Darnold uh, actually played pretty good for him. They've, they've done a good job uh, with him. He's done a lot better than people expected, number one. But but uh, like I said, they had 28 first downs. He had 23 out of 34 for 304 yards uh, against Houston. Again, you know, it depends on who you're playing, too. I understand that. Sure, but those are good numbers. But they've been playing, and you know, Houston didn't move the ball on them, which you didn't expect them to with a backup quarterback either. But Panthers have... You know, they're going to get a tougher team in Dallas than yes. than what they've been playing. So I'm going to take the Cowboys at home. Yeah, me too. I think John Fossil, he's come, he's going to come up with a fake punt here sooner or later. He can't go <laughs> he can't go very many games without faking, running a fake field goal or punt or something like that. You predict this will be the one. Yeah, this will be the game. They'll, <laughs> they'll fake one and make a first down. That'll help them in a, in a ball game, although I think they'll win the game anyway. Yeah, I think so too. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. Seahawks at 49ers. Woo. Yeah. That's a good game. That should be a close game, right? It is a good game. Seahawks are going to have to improve on defense, though, in order to to win this one. Yeah, they they played poorly on defense. That's We got that down. Russell, Will, what, Russell Wilson's playing good, though. I, yes. Their defense wasn't playing so bad. He's not turning the ball over. He's... He's completing passes. He's their running game. I know they want it to be stronger, but uh, they have the possibility to run the ball pretty well. San Francisco, I, 
like I said before, I'm, now they scored 28 against the Packers, but uh, I don't think the Packers are real strong on defense either. Garoppolo against Russell Wilson, I'm taking Russell Wilson. Oof. And it's hard to take the, the Seattle defense. I know you might go the other way because when you're last in defense and everything, but I, I still love Russell Wilson. I just think he, he he's going to make plays and he's going to end up making the plays to help win the game. They're still moving the ball really well. Just, their defense is playing so bad. And now Frisco, Frisco got to get back to running the football, which they can against the Seahawks. Now, if they, they, they control the ball against the Seahawks in the running game, that gives them the best chance. I just don't see Garoppolo and that group scoring a whole lot of points, uh, even though it's the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks in an upset. Is it an upset? Or the 49ers? 49ers are favored on this one? Yeah, 49ers are a three-point favorite at home. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the 49ers. It is hard to go against Russell Wilson. He is still great, but yeah, their defense, I just, doesn't look like they can stop anybody at this point. Well, they haven't. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I was serious. They're, I think they're last in about four or five categories already. I'm going to take the 49ers. Okay, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals at Rams. Yep, we got the Rams, right? We picked the Rams every week, and we were right every week. And we're going to pick them every week. Now, I don't know if they'll go 16-0, but we're going to pick them every week. The Cardinals are 3-0, too, though. So, Rams playing at home. That crowd is pretty loud. We've been there. at uh, So far. Rams will have a home field advantage. Cardinals are playing good, too. Should be a good game. Yeah. We don't pick against the Rams because we got family there. Well, Rams did have a statement game over the world champions this last game. Yeah, but the world champions did have 400-something yards on them. They're, they're vulnerable. But, uh, you know, Stafford's playing so well, and their offense is scoring more points than, than they give up, so that's good. And they, they always seem to have the Cardinals number. Well, they did before. The Cardinals are a little better. I think the Cardinals are better. Like I say, I, it didn't matter what I think. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm pulling for Wes, and he's the – Passing game coordinator, and their passing game looks pretty good to me. It looks real good. Somebody better grab him as a head coach pretty soon. Or Offensive coordinator. They're gonna are they gonna lose? They're gonna lose a good one. Look, I know the cards are three and zero, but I'm not totally convinced about this team. I'm picking the Rams regardless, but I would pick the Rams anyway. There That's what go. I'm saying. Good for you. You're a good sister. <laughs> Steelers at Packers. What happened to the Steelers? Well. They had a couple of turnovers. I know, but they've been... Didn't have a lot of pressure. Yeah, I know. I mean, their defense was supposed to be good, and they haven't played they haven't played that kind of defense that we thought they were going to play. No. Well, they're moving the ball on offense. They get sacked. He's always been sacked. He'll hold the ball. Yeah. Harris, the running back, the number one pick against the Bengals, had 40 yards rushing, 2.8. I mean, so they're not running the ball. Before, they, they were a good team because they played really good defense. Uh, they ran the ball really well, and Roethlisberger can make plays. He still had 297 yards passing, but he got sacked four times. Mm -hmm. But he's always done that. He's always gotten sacked. But they only scored 10 points against the Bengals. I don't see that dominant defense that we have been seeing in the past from the Steelers. No. Packers, if they have 37 seconds and they're behind, they, they they might beat you. It looks like the Packers can score more points than the Steelers can to me. Yep, I agree. Packers defense has not played great either, but I, I got to go with the Packers just because the Steelers have been playing so bad. I wouldn't, uh, when the season started, I would have picked the Steelers to at least, you know, give them a really close game and maybe beat them. But Packers are got to be, I think they're seven point favorites and they should be. Yep. Going with the Packers. I hate to go with all the favored teams, however. You do? 
There's also a reason they're favored, I guess. Mm -hmm. Ravens at Broncos. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It is. Uh, Broncos have played really good defense, and mm -hmm. Teddy Bridgewater has done really well. You know, they tried to decide between Locke and and uh, Bridgewater, and uh, it looked like they picked the right one because you know he's playing well. He's not making mistakes. He's throwing shorter passes now. It's not like he's throwing it down the field deep. Uh, they have a pretty good running game, and uh, now they beat the Jets last week. So that's yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? The the Broncos have beaten the Jets, the Giants, and the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I'm not sure how much that says for them. They might not be as good. They've had the easiest schedule so far. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, I'm picking the Ravens. <laughs> Sorry, Bronco fans. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Ravens, you mentioned Justin Tucker's field goal. 66 yards, it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I tell you, he might kick it further than that in, uh, in Denver. With Oh, yeah, the altitude. Yeah, the altitude. If they got 70-yard field goal at the end of the game, they might try it. They might as well go for it. But he he missed a 49-yard field goal in the game. Right. And then basically doinks in a 39-yard field goal and then makes a game-winning and record-setting field goal for 66 yards Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at the end. I mean, he's been a good kicker. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Well, he's going in the record books now, though. That was an all-timer, yeah, that's for sure. Same deal with the, with the Ravens, you know. That Lamar Jackson... If he gets out of there and runs with it, now I, I think the Broncos have a good defense. But like you said, they haven't. They they're going to have to show it this game. They haven't been tested that much. Yeah, I think you're right. I I, I think I would have picked the other way. But the, the Ravens still had 380 yards last week. It wasn't like they didn't move the ball on the line. They're they're still still going to move the ball, I think, even on a good Bronco defense. So let's go with the Ravens and see what happens. <laughs> Did I just talk you into the Ravens? No kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go with the Ravens then. I, I like the Broncos defense, but but I think you're right. They had not played anybody yet. Let's, let's see what they do against a decent or a good team. Yeah, it'll be a good test for them. Yep. Sunday night, Bucks at Pats. Wow. Mm, everybody be talking about that one, right? Well, it's fun for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Brady going home. Yeah. Although I don't I don't think this is a fair matchup. You don't? Mm, no. Well, you're talking about a 40-year-old quarterback against a 20-year-old quarterback? <laughs> Age before beauty, isn't that mm, what they say? I think you're right. Although Brady Brady fits both. I mean, Brady actually, you know, Brady th still he still threw for 400 yards last week. And didn't didn't turn the ball over. So I mean, the Bucks don't count the Bucks out yet. They should be pretty good. I see them bouncing back. I mean, their 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 defense should play better. And I, I know Brady Brady wants to win that game more than anybody, and he's going to get everybody fired up. So he's going to do everything he can do. Yeah, they're they're going to win this. And the Pats, you know, the, uh, the Patriots, you know, they're playing with a young quarterback too, and he's fighting his way through. But he's got a ways to go. Yeah, Brady had 411 yards passing. That's what I was going to say. Against the Rams, who have a pretty good defense. Yeah. I don't think anybody's counting the Bucks out at this point. No. Well, I think you're right there for sure. They might be counting the Patriots out pretty quick. It looks like the, looks like the Bills. Bills and, and maybe even uh, the Dolphins can move up on the on the Patriots, who have dominated that division for a long, long time. They look more like an 8-8 eight and eight team than they do those championship teams, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And they're playing with a rookie quarterback, which they hadn't had to do for a long, long time. Yep. 
bucks. Monday Night Raiders at Chargers. Yeah, that should be a good game, right? That's a, a real fun game. I'm looking forward to watching this one. Both quarterbacks are hot. Aren't they? Yeah. Oh, man. Herbert, he's he's a winner. and He could throw the ball. You know, he doesn't turn the ball over much. He's a great deep ball thrower. He likes everything about him, for sure. Yeah. Yep. But Carr, I mean, he's on fire. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, they're what are they? They got to be leading the league in offense. Would they have over 400 this last week again? Yeah, they scored 31. No, they had 497. They almost had 500 yards. Well, they had an overtime game. Yeah, but still, they almost had 500 yards in the game. Yeah, they're they're play, He's playing great. Yeah, yeah, he's he's playing really good. I think this will be another close game. Yeah, it should be an exciting game. One of those that people like, where both teams score a lot. Some people like that. I don't, but. <laughs> the Raiders have won the last two games in overtime. Wow. They've already had two overtime games, and this could potentially be a third overtime game. I could see this game going into overtime. Oh, you, you, you're going to predict a tie? Well, I'm not going to predict a tie because I do, I do think somebody's going to end up winning, but I think they could have another overtime game, and I'm going to pick the Chargers in the end on this one. Hmm. Yeah. I know the Raiders are hot, but I just think the Chargers, I think the, I think their defense is better overall. Hmm. Yeah, well, I got to agree with you a little bit as far as who's going to win. I like to say I like this Herbert kid in, in uh, close games. I do too. He's fun to watch. He, he's, he's got a great arm. He's, like I say, he throws a long ball well too. I, I think the Raiders better watch out for that. And, you know, we talked about the Rams playing at home, but – Char that's a Chargers stadium, too, and it's a loud stadium, it's, I'm sure, with the Raiders. Now, they have a lot of Raider fans there, though. There are going to be a lot of Raider fans there, yeah. for sure. In L.A., there's a lot of Raider fans. Yes, there are. And Vegas is not that far. Uh, I, might, I might switch my call then. <laughs> I thought you would pick the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Chargers. You're going with the Chargers, too? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. This is a toss-up. Yeah, it is a toss-up, but the Chargers, yeah, I, you almost talked me out of it when you said the, uh, the Raiders are at home in L.A., so. Yeah. <laughs> but let's just go with the Chargers and see what happens. All right, we'll see what happens. All right. Should be another fun week of games. Look forward to talking to you about them next week. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. It's great. <laughs> <laughs>